All right, welcome to the Against All Odds podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin South coming to you live. Yeah, I'm live. I'm speaking live with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You guys are going on. We're going on tonight. Because it's Race to 10 Tuesday. We should have a jingle for that, Race to 10 Tuesday. Yes, every Tuesday night during the basketball season, probably for the next uh, eight or nine weeks, we bet on a game, and we bet one of the teams to score 10 points before the other, and we do it live on Twitter, and it's very exciting. We're you know, screaming at each other. We actually use screaming at Harry, who's uh, somehow always like three seconds ahead of us, and that <laughs> will not be any different tonight. Now, we lost the first week. Harry gave us, what did you say? The Raptors over over the Clippers? Clippers. Yes. Yeah. So we lost that. They did not score 10 before. Uh, I don't know if they ever scored 10. But uh, uh, Brother Bride bounced back last week. We had the Lakers over the Knicks, right? Yep. That was very exciting. They were down 6-3. They ended up winning 11-6. And then we turned it off. Parlay Kid, your turn right now. Two play-in games in the Eastern Conference. Which game are we going with and which team? All right, so we're taking uh, we're going with the Pacers uh Hornets game and we will be taking the Pacers at minus 122 in the minus race to 10 unless that odds uh, if those, those have changed in the last few seconds I believe uh that's what I was seeing the Pacers at uh so uh, yeah I'm liking the Pacers here Sal uh you're either gonna grab the uh, visiting uh Charlotte team at minus 104. Or take the home team at minus 122 here. I don't think there's much of a difference. So uh, let's right. take the home team. They've been playing better ball. Let's go with the Pacers. This is a Good. pretty early start. Am I right, Sal? This is a... Yeah, this uh, is early. This, this is 3.30-ish, I think. 6.30 uh, East, uh, Eastern Pacific time. 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 yeah. Pacific time. So let's be prepared, everybody. This is going to be fun. Uh, there you go. Race to I'm 10, excited. sweeping the nation. Right now, in, do right we in. know who takes the tip? Uh, who's uh, one that says, what is that left no. shrimp on the tip? Uh, how does he you do know, it? I have to, <laughs> look, yeah, shit. I have All right, to look we'll look this. that up in the I meantime. This, this is up. good, though. We have the home team Pacers over uh, the dreaded Hornets. My God, get them out of there. We'll talk about them later. Race to 10 Tuesday. Catch us on Twitter. Oh, we'll yeah. remind you all day. It's very, very exciting. Uh, also exciting, extrapoints.com. These guys give out free picks every day. Parley Kid, you have some kind of streak going, right? Yeah, nine and one in my last ten, and I think that includes five plus money picks. Wow! During that wow. time, will you explain to Harry what that is? Like a plus money pick? Yeah, well, I mean, Harry, it's yeah, it's when the odds add up and you're getting, uh, you know, better. Than, They're in your uh, favor, right? That, you, right? Yeah, you have yeah. to risk less than you'll, right, you'll right. get in return. I mean, Harry's become the king. So, of listen. The, my my Minus little league baseball coach and, and my bookie never ripped. taught me that. So somebody ripped him on Twitter yesterday, saying, "Harry, get it together! You're killing me here." <laughs> Giving out all get, big oh, favorites gosh. and losing. Just yeah. eight, eighteen and three before my little bad run here. I, we forget about that very quickly. Oh, we can We have to forget. Um, <clears throat> hey, Islanders, Penguins. I don't want to dwell too much. We we go over with Damashek and uh, on extra points, and his Penguins are down one nothing. Oh, great! How fun would it be to bury that team? The Pens are favored to even things up. Minus 136. Isles plus 116 on the take back. Brother Bry, you have a few words? They can go up to nothing here, right? Yeah, we can. I mean, I if I'm a Penguins fan, I'm a little nervous right now. That last game was like a Penguins-type game. It was offensive. 
They had a 2-1 lead going to third. We had our backup goalie and kind of playing last minute. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't get a lot out of our best player, Barzal, and we and we still won that game. So if I'm the Penguins, I'm a little nervous. I don't I don't necessarily know what to do in game two. I know Parlay Kid usually likes to to go the other way. Zigzag, these right? And these yeah. zigzags yeah. in some of these hockey games. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's pretty much a toss up game here. So uh, I'd still probably take the plus money. Maybe Can I tell I'm you thinking. what I did on uh, when was that game? It was Sunday, right? Yeah, the yeah. Penn's Isles. I am uh, such a mental case. Can I say that anymore? I don't know if you could say that. Well, that, I that, I am one, so I feel like I could say it. But uh, I, I I try to like gauge like what's most important to me betting wise, and I never want Clay Travis to win the week on Fox Bet Live. So it's looking like I have a parlay with the Islanders and the Capitals from the other day, and so if the Islanders win, I get the parlay, and unless like Spieth wins the the golf, I'll win the week, right? But if Spieth, if I, if the Islanders don't win, I'll lose the week to Clay. So here's what I do: I bet a thousand dollars on the Penguins, and I'm like, <laughs> "What? Uh, I, this is how crazy I am!" Like, so now I know, and like the Islanders score, and I'm like, "Yes!" I'm like going crazy. I'm excited, but but I'll, I'll gladly lose the money, and so I did. And then I'm like coaching uh, third base for my kids' little league team. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta make this money back. So I bet like <laughs> Portland money line, whatever. What was another late game? I don't know what it was, but I had I put the Suns live on the parlay. The Suns are up a dozen, and then that shrinks down to almost nothing immediately. And I, I look at that lineup. Mm. I'm like, holy shit, they're not like. And I'm like, like cursing at myself, coaching third base. I'm like, what am I doing here? They're not starting. How are they even winning this game by a dozen? Spurs have everyone in, like DeRozan. Like, it's a close game. Spurs are up with two seconds left, and I need a three-pointer uh, for Phoenix to bail myself out. So that's the opposite. That's my life, basically. Just trying <laughs> to – I mean, there's no winning. Like, this one's losing all the time, although I guess that was a uh, best-case scenario. But, Brother Brian, 10-0 and 0 we figured out. The teams that needed to win should have won. And we're expected to win, right? Or I guess that's all the same thing on the money line. Someone always bites us in the ass, but the teams that were winning needed to win for positioning and were favored. Yeah, all it, won. It, it was hard to, to figure out. Or something? Yeah, it was yeah. funny. It was really hard to figure out which teams really needed to win. But yeah, when you took that, it was either it was either nine teams or ten teams, depending on whether we were counting the 76ers in that game. But yeah, it was between if it was uh if it was all right. 10 games we were discussing, it was 15 to one. If it was the nine, it was 10 to one. So uh, I don't know why. I don't know why Parley Kid and I weren't on any of those, though. I know. I know. It's tough because yeah. if you may have to make it in the beginning of the day, it's it's one thing. But uh, all right. Well, it evened out a little in the hockey. I was at there was three underdogs and three road teams out of four um, before last night. But then I guess Bruins favored, Hurricanes favored, Avs were favored, right? So that that's three. I'm just trying to keep track of it. Not that I'll do anything with this information, but <laughs> trying to keep track of everything uh, evening out. Anyway, right now, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bet Aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bet It's a bet It's a bet yeah, it's a bed egg. We hear the birds chirping in the background for Harry at an undisclosed location. Uh, bed eggs is brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. I want to congratulate you, brother Bry. We usually have a list and like I'm like, hey, what's everyone's bed egg? And we're like within a second. They're like, oh, this, that. I lost this on a teaser. We were texting each other. Bry's like, I didn't really have one. 
Is this the first time you didn't have a bedache? And uh, probably since you're like 16, 17 years old, right? <laughs> I think a few a few weeks ago, I think I was okay. But yeah, this nice. week, I, I don't think I had one. Uh, I don't think I had one losing day this week. Don't so. think about yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. then you'll you'll have one. Well, yeah. Have well, don't worry. It. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll come back. Yeah. I'm sure we'll come back by Thursday night. All right, Harry. I, I know have you one. have something with the pirates, and uh, you deserve it for betting. If you did bet the pirates, I think <laughs> well, that's what it is. What's your betting? Well, I have, well, they just play, they just got done playing a series. Uh, it was Pirates versus uh, San Francisco in the middle of the week last week, and I bet two of the three games, and. Uh, you can bet parlay. I was I happened to be in Turning Stone, New York, and Verona, New York, uh, in the casino, and you can bet sports there legally. Um, and I bet a couple parlays there. First game, Pirates San Francisco. Um, I had the Pirates plus one and a half on a sixteen parlay. Only loser, they lose three one. That cost me five hundred. And then two <laughs> days later, this one's really the kicker. I had San Francisco plus one and a half runs. Uh, Another five hundred dollar parlay paying. I, I'm up six two plus one and a half in the seventh. Uh, Pittsburgh ties it in the eighth at six six. But again, I'm plus one and a half. San Fran has runners at first and second. Nobody out in the ninth. They don't score anybody. <laughs> Pittsburgh puts a guy on in the bottom of the ninth. You know what happens? Two run homer. I lose eight to seven and a half. <laughs> Woo! Come on. <laughs> I like Pirates. it. That's a fun one. That's a good one. That's um, really good. It's almost like you can't count on the Pirates anymore. Second worst team in the National League. Man. Uh, all right. Parley Kid, what is your bet ache? So I don't really have my own personal bet ache oh. this week with any games. But you know what really is very frustrating, Sal? What is it? Uh, is when you have a friend. and uh, In this case, we'll call him Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and he... Makes up like wins that he's having and like makes up numbers oh. uh, in terms of his bets. And like, for example, I'll give him to give you the text exchange. It sounds like a smart, sounds like a smart guy. We're going to give you the, I'm going to give you a text exchange between me, Barry and uh, brother Bry. Okay. Uh, from I, the you other know, day. I didn't even know you had a friend named Barry. We usually, we, yeah. I, I think I would know yeah. this, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, so here, here it is. So, um, this is after Lee uh, won the other day in golf. Basically, uh, Barry's claiming he won $1,300 on the bet. Wow. All right. And uh, Brian's, uh, Brian says, you put $100 on it? Nice. So I respond, prove it, as I normally do. For, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead, prove it. Then it goes silent for hours. Right. <laughs> no response. What? Then, then the first response says, I, I had $28 on Lee at 11 to 1. Okay, mm. so Brian, you know, Brian says that doesn't add up to thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> sure doesn't. And then I respond, how high are you right now? All right. <laughs> and then the conversation goes silent. <laughs> and then it's a bunch of, well, I, I did lose in some NASCAR bets. It kind of diminished my returns type of things. <laughs> and it goes on and on. Uh, and then then the numbers start to come out where. It doesn't nearly add up to thirteen hundred dollars wow. wins, and yeah. So I mean, it's kind of infuriating when this keeps this. Oh, this seems to happen a lot. Oh, yeah, I think, I think your friend Barry. I, I don't think I think brother Bry probably understood Barry more than you did, Parlay Kid. I think. Well, Barry help us, uh, help, us expl- help us, help uh, us. I understand had, Barry. I had, I had the side text. Uh, Parley kids saying, I don't know what Barry is talking about right now. Let's get Barry on the phone. I don't know. 
<laughs> what do you think Barry was thinking here? It was just a flat out lie. I think I think Barry, uh, I think Parlay Kid didn't understand what Barry was saying because basically Barry was saying he was up thirteen hundred over the over a time period, not just because he he was a brilliant guy and took Lee in the golf to win the tournament mm. this weekend. Well, maybe we'll post the text and Barry. We'll have to get to talk to Barry's legal representation, see if Barry's OK with posting the text. But if it if it reads like it was read to us, uh, it mm. seems like Barry's bragging about his thirteen hundred dollar golf win. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it would sound like that. But but again, Barry, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant call, regardless by Barry, by taking Lee in the golf this weekend. Regardless. OK. Good job by you, Barry. <laughs> Barry needs help. <laughs> Do we have a hotline for Barry? I mean, the lying is not good. Uh, there you go. Um, bed aches, I told you, brought to you by Prop Swap. Well, let's hear the song again. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, there you go. Barry's Bet Aches brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. Oh, these have been fun. Each week you'll be asked to guess the number on a prop you won't find at any sports book, just like PropSwap, which offers odds you won't find at any sports book. This week's Extra Prop touches down in Kiowa, South Carolina. Is that right? Kiowa? Is that how you say it? For the PGA Championship? Kiowa, yep. Kiowa, yeah. What will be the number for Bryson DeChambeau's total strokes at the PGA Championship? Total strokes through four rounds. I guess it's interesting because if he doesn't make the cut, you have to take that into consideration. Total strokes at the PGA Championship. For reference, even par is 288. To enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag Extra Prop. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner will receive a $650 Bryson DeChambeau, U.S. Open ticket, courtesy of PropSwap. That is to win $650 on the U.S. Open, which is the next tournament, right? Courtesy of PropSwap. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. Yes, that's the Masters coming up. Not this week, but next month, I believe, Bryson DeChambeau, you'll win $650 if he wins the U.S. Open. PropSwap is where America buys and sells Sports bets, yes, you have to be following at PropSwap and at Extra Points Pod and enter your guess there. Harry, what would your guess be with even par being 288? 285. All right. Bri, I'm going to write these down, see what happens. Yeah, 283. 283. Parley kid? 281. All right. You could always lie about these things. It doesn't matter when it comes to golf, (laughs) right? What is it? What does Barry want? What is Barry like? Well, there's a lot of lie. Maybe that's your lie sport there, uh, uh, Barry, because um, you also said you had like five pars the other day or something. And you're like, you never play four pars, never played uh, in a long time. Four pars and on 18, a 20 footer for the fourth bar. I don't believe it. I bet. I I think you're hitting it like in the rough a little and you're moving it like two club lengths into like. No, 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 no. I didn't even take a mulligan. And by the way, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> no one knows where the hell you are. Where are we supposed to, where are we supposed to go? Uh, all right, NBA. Like I mentioned, we have a race to 10 Tuesday tonight, and we're doing it for the Charlotte-Indiana game, race to 10. But if you want to take the whole game, I don't know who still bets uh, the entire game, but if you want to do that, Indiana, Pacers favored at home by three. 
227 is the over under. Um, Harry, give us your pick here. You are you are taking that total and you have reasoning to support it. I'm yeah. I'm going to take the over 227. The Pacers average 115.3 this season. They give up 115.3. Uh, their defense has been awful down the stretch here. Their game's uh, totals, 16 of the last 21 games they played, 230 or more. Um, LaMelo is back hmm. and ready for the playoffs and, run the, and runs the offense for the Hornets. Uh, Sabonis is solid. Lavert has led uh, Indy in scoring six of the last 11 games, uh, like I said, Indiana's defense has been horrendous down the stretch here, over 227 tonight in Charlotte, Indiana. Okay. I mean, you know the playing games are only three quarters, right? You're betting over? <laughs> I had you for a second. I can't yeah. tell because you have sunglasses on for no reason, right. but I think I had you. All right. Uh, Brother Bry, you like the side here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Pacers minus three. I know this line, this line's been jumping between two and a half, three and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't like either of these teams right now, but I can't trust the Hornets. Uh, they've been playing really poorly. They haven't beaten a good team, I don't think, since like April 25th. I think they beat like uh, when the Celtics were playing okay at that point in time. But they've lost five in a row. They're six and 15 in their last 21. They're one and six against the spread on the road in the last seven. Uh, I don't know. So they'll need ball offensively in this one, but it's going to hurt them defensively. I kind of like Harry's play on the over here. Um but yeah, when you look at the Pacers, though, they're playing about they've been playing about 500 ball for the last 35, 40 games. Nothing mm -hmm. great, but at least with them, they're four on one against the spread at home in their last five. So I don't know. I trust Sabonis and Lavert a little here. It's possible yep. Brogdon comes back and plays potentially. Um, so I would I would just trust them a little bit more at this point. I wish I trusted this game. But I, mean, I know, listen, I, tough, I, I, I know the Pacers are scoring 10 points first before the Hornets. I know that. <laughs> I just don't know how the rest of the two and a half hours are going to go. I, what scares me is that Hornets game against the Wizards. We all had the Wizards, or at least I did. And uh, I did. Geez, they barely, barely won that game. Like, uh, And it makes me worried for the, the other Wizards game, you know, the Wizards uh, Celtics coming up. Otherwise, I would love, love the Wizards. We'll talk about that in a second. All right. Uh, Parley Kid, your brother mentioned Sabonis. You like him in a player prop. Yeah, like I'm a player prop of assists. Over eight and a half assists at plus 116. Uh, Sabonis, over the course of the last seven, is averaging 10 and a half assists a game. Actually, in his last game, it was only five, but before that, 14, 15, 9, 8, 9, 14. Uh, so he's had some games where he's gone overwhelmingly gone over this. I think. The ball is going to go uh, run through him uh, at mm -hmm. the, in the post, come back out. Uh, I think he's a, a terrific passer as a witness, even in the skills competition, which I won some money on him. Sabonis has been good to me this year. He's a stat machine. I think this game goes up and down. Uh, a lot of points scored, a lot of assists. Uh, let's go mm. over eight and a half assists for uh, Sabonis here. All right. You know what? Another stat machine, LaMelo Ball. Man, I'm betting on that stat machine to, to break down today, much like Harry's recording device, just changing up batteries at the last minute. Not sure. LaMelo Ball, an assist. I mean, what? what imagine betting against his assist. That's what I'm doing. Under six and a half, wow. minus okay. 130. Now, listen, guys, for the last six, he's gone under six and a half. I know we hear a lot of noise about LaMelo. We have a crazy, crazy friend who won't shut up about <laughs> LaMelo on text, and it's not Barry. Under six and a half, for the last six, Six of the last nine, he's been under six and a half. He's had five or more turnovers in four games since his return, almost half the games. Lots of added pressure, fellas, in his first playoff game. 
I think LaMelo chokes. This is just a fun one for me to root on and, and brag about uh, if it happens. So I'm going under six and a half minus 130. So there you go. That's our those are our four picks for the Charlotte, Indiana game. Now, Washington at Boston. This is a fun one. Again, I don't know. You talk about a team, Brother Brian, who hasn't won in forever. Boston. Who did Boston beat? They beat like uh, they beat Cleveland. No, who they beat somebody. And then like otherwise, they just have not. It's been garbage all down they, the stretch for yeah, 15 games now. Yeah, they, they beat Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. Two and a half point favorite at home. 233 and a half is the over under. We're not sure about Beal, right? Uh, we are sure about Russell Westbrook. Um, and Harry, right. you're sure that he is going to be an assist machine tonight. Yeah, I got him over 13 and a half. You can get plus money. I checked this morning at plus 104. Uh, he's been on a sick run, as we've seen for the Wizards. Uh, 20. He's led the Wizards in assists in 29 straight games. 14 of those games, he's had uh, 14 assists or more. Uh, seven of the last eight games, 15 or more. So give me Westbrook over 13 and a half against Boston. Again, and like Darren said, Sabonis, a stat machine, as has Westbrook the past month and a half. I know. I, I looked at his numbers, and it's just uh, they're crazy. It's insanity. If you if you're not familiar with or you're not paying attention, like like me, and you look at you, you could find like two games where he wasn't. And I'm talking two games where he had like eight mm -hmm. assists or seven assists, and otherwise the numbers are phenomenal. I'll, I'll just jump in here as long as we're talking about Westbrook. You could take Washington to win at plus 110, or you could take Russ for a triple-double and Washington wins at plus 210 on FanDuel. So you get, I mean, I think yeah. there's a, so much value in that. You get twice as much value in Russ a triple-double, which has happened seven of the last eight games. It's happened 21 of the last oh. 24 games. So much value in it. I mean, if yeah. he's hurt or comes out, they're not winning anyway. I'm just, so you lose I'm, I'm just rolling with him anyways, but against Boston this year, he hasn't put up great numbers, though. All right, Harry. Great. Still rolling Good with him. Way to, way to suck all the momentum out. <laughs> yeah, Harry, just yeah. go, listen, go listen to the birds in the background while we try to make our picks here. Anyway, oh, just, like, you know, Harry's, still going over. Ha Harry's background's like a Disney princess movie, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> his whole life is, basically. Jim, you have another golf uh, nickname for Harry? Yeah, Ernie Double XLs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Good. Look, it's all fun and gay. Listen, I make one joke on Sunday and you guys are all grumpy. You guys can rip me to shreds at four in the morning and it's all laughs. What yeah. was your joke? Was your joke that you won $1,300 on golf? No, that was Barry's. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, Mine brother was, Bri. Uh, whatever. Bri, Harry loves Westbrook. I love Westbrook. We love the Wizards, but uh, Harry wants to caution you that they don't do well uh -huh. against Boston. But anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, these these games are really tough here, but it's hard not to back the Wizards in this, this one, right? They're 18-5-1 and one against the spread in their last 24, which is just mm -hmm. ridiculous. And even the games they lost were super close. So, you know, we talked about the Celtics have really struggled. They're 4-9 straight up, and they're also 4-9 against the spread in their last 13. So in this game, I think it comes down to whether or not Kemba has a really big game, um, and mm -hmm. I just don't necessarily trust him based on watching him last year in the postseason. So... Uh, you know, at this point, I'm trusting Westbrook more like you guys are. And you're and you're getting two and a half points here. So, um, yeah, I, we all have the Wizards probably at this point to make the playoffs. So please, Wizards, make this easy for us. Yes. Uh, win this game so we don't have to sweat out another game. But I do really like your plus 210 because for with that with Westbrook getting a triple double is like minus 
Isn't it like minus 270 or something? Yeah, it might be higher, but yeah. I've, I've something crazy. It. So minus, it's really, yeah. it's good odds to, to, to parlay that in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, yeah. And Brian, I think we, a lot of us have Wizards. Bill Simmons uh, talked as Wizards, Wizards and, and Warriors. Warriors. So it worked out for us that both were in the 7-8 game. Because at yeah. the time we made the bet, it wasn't looking like that was going to happen. So nope. we need one of them. to win. We need really, I, I don't expect the Warriors to win. I, I think they'll win, what, Thursday? But. The Wizards would be helpful here if they took. Yeah, we, we need, need one of the two. Here. One, right? Yeah, because they're yeah, be tough to uh, win both. Parley kid, Celtics, Wizards. You like the total? Yeah, I just like the total here, Sal. Uh, under two thirty-three and a half at minus one twelve. Uh, the three times uh, this these teams have played each other this year, and I think Harry was kind of alluding to this is why Westbrook's numbers maybe were down. Uh, these games totaled one ninety-five. 221 and 223 in their hmm. three matchups this year. You're looking at under 233 and a half. That's more than 10 points uh, greater than any game total for these uh, in the three games between these mm-hmm. teams this year. Um, I think the Celtics will try to slow this game down a little bit and try to contain Westbrook. I think that's their only chance of winning. So I think they slow that pace down. I, I think this goes under. It might be barely, but I think it goes under 233 and a half. All right, there you go. Now, moving to Wednesday. This is the least sexy of all the games. Spurs at uh, the Grizzlies here. The Grizzlies, four-point favorite, 222 is the over-under. The brothers are arguing here. One likes Memphis, one likes San Antonio. I don't know what the storylines are. John Morant's fun. uh, fun. Popovich, could he keep keep going? That's a decent story. Uh, Brother Bry, you like, uh, you changed your mind, right? You're going with the underdog. I changed my mind. I was going to go with the... I was going to go with the Grizzlies. They've been playing okay. But I, you know, the one thing is like the Spurs, you can't get a good read on them, right? Like when Mm -hmm. you think they're good, they Mm -hmm. get blown out. When you think they're awful, they win big. Uh, This game comes down to the the Grizzlies have been great against the spread all year. The Spurs are the best team on the road against the spread. So I think to me, too many people, everybody I know likes the Grizzlies at this point. It's just everyone likes them. So the, Mm -hmm. I mean, they finished the season up nicely, but not a lot of big wins for them aside from the Dallas game. I wasn't overly impressed with them in their in their last two games against the Knicks. Um, like I said, though, the Spurs uh, are playing really poorly. They're two and ten again, uh, two and ten in their last twelve straight up. But they had a brutal, brutal stretch. And I don't know the way that playing spot was looking. I don't. They were never necessarily really in jeopardy. So right. I don't know. That was just a tough stretch. But they are 23-12 and one against the spread on the road. For some reason, that has to count for something so i think this is a razor thin uh game so so give me the plus four by the way we'll talk about the knicks uh more thursday but um how about that uh parley kid you talked you know, brother bride just brought up spread records my god the knicks what was it a third third best spread record in the last 30 years yeah it's incredible. is that what we saw pretty good it's incredible yeah the lines never adjusted to uh the knicks i th- felt throughout the year they kept winning and they, they didn't uh, really was, take nights off, for sure. They, but, uh, well, that's the thing with the Knicks. They they played hard every single night. We're going to go over every series. They'll be, we'll know the series. Reads, oh, no, shoot, we won't. Well, how many series will we know by Thursday morning? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we're doing Thursday night because Harry's going to Disney World. We'll know, uh, <laughs> I guess we'll know seven of them. Anyway, that's not a yeah. joke, by the way. Uh, all right, uh, Parley Kid, uh, Memphis. Give us yeah, I'll take the Grizzlies Memphis. here. Yeah. yeah, I'll take them minus four. Uh, this game is really hard to call. I'm just banking on uh, our boy Morant, uh, John Morant here, to mm-hmm. uh, have a excellent game. 
proved to the league that he is a rising superstar. Uh, Valashunas has been playing very well as of late. And um, yeah, like Brian said, the Spurs are two and ten in the last twelve. Grizzlies are six and two in their last eight. They did have a five-game winning streak uh, before the Golden State loss the other day. Think mm-hmm. maybe they're just a little bit more energized than the Spurs, uh, and they cover this four. Uh, right. Be tight most of the game. I think they cover it late. Joel Solomon, you're keeping track of the Card Wars. That's a podcast. Um, Caleb Keller and Paul LaDuca do. They they battle. I gave them $10,000 each, and they took it and they ran with it. No, they're they're buying cards. <laughs> and uh, But I, do I have some John Morants? Did they get me some John Morants? I'm not sure. I feel like they did. You, I know they picked you up a, a Luca rookie this okay. this week, but uh, oh, I thought that was a couple of jobs. A runs. ton of Jimmy Butler. They went heavy <laughs> on Jimmy Butler. I know, but I know. yeah, it wouldn't be like them to get the guy you wanted. So I'm sorry. Uh, I do love Jimmy Butler. Yeah, well, but if uh, I'm, I'm bankrupt <laughs> if the Heat don't win the whole thing here. Uh, all right, Harry, you like the total? Yeah, I mean it looks kind of low. Two twenty-two. These teams met each other three times this year. 235, 241, and 250 were the totals mm-hmm. in the game. And the 250, Morant had 44 in that game. Uh, the guys mentioned how the uh, Spurs have been tanking down the stretch. In their last five regular season games, four of the five Spurs games went 243 or more. Give me over mm-hmm. 222, Spurs, Memphis. Like it. Definitely. All right. There you go. Uh, good picks, I think, so far. I, this game bores me. I'm going off the board a little. Fandle has um, highest scoring player, Dylan Brooks, former Oregon Duck, now on the Grizz. Top scorer, 5-1 to one odds. Went for 30 five days ago. He's averaged 23 over the last eight days, which is four games. So he could be in the running. Fourth quarter, look at Dylan Brooks. Might need a shot or two to put it over DeRozan or Moran or whoever. I think he's a top scorer. 5-1 to one is a... Decent odds. All right, let's finish it up. Warriors, Lakers. Yes, Lakers five, 219 and a half. Brother Bry, you're going L.A. Yeah, I'm going L.A. I mean, this is going to be exciting, right? So, um, But the Lakers, you know, they ended this on a high note. They won five in a row, um, even though they weren't necessarily great against great teams. But this probably comes down to just what kind of shape the Lakers are in. But I, at this point, I'd still probably trust LeBron to be in good enough shape for uh, for this one game, but the last two times these teams met at full strength, the Lakers beat them by about like thirty in each. They were—I mm-hmm. know it was a while ago, but still, mm-hmm. uh, just going back off the two last games they played were blowouts where where both teams were pretty much at full strength. Uh, I think they bring the D in this one. So the question is, can Steph go for 40, 45 to win this or keep this close? I don't know. I I get the sense where this could—you know—you might this game might get away from them a little bit in the third period and, and mm-hmm. third quarter, and they're like, ah. You know what? Let's uh, start resting our guys a little bit for the for the game against Memphis or the Spurs. Um, so I'm, that's I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to mm. take the Lakers here minus five. I mean, it could happen, right? In one of those two games, if it gets out of control, you might yeah. be like, uh, "Why, why, why kill that, ourselves here?" Yeah. Wow, I hadn't thought of that. All right, Parlay Kid, and that would be in line with what you're thinking. Lakers first quarter. Lakers first quarter minus one and a half at uh, minus one fifteen. I like the Lakers to get off to a fast start here. I think, um, uh, you know, I think th- their mindset right now is let's uh, no more playing around here, right? It's the it's the playoffs, or mm-hmm. if you want to call it, I call it the playoffs now. Um, so yeah, I think they're they're super focused, they're laser focused here. Come out early and at least get off to a really nice start, and they cover the one one and a half in the first quarter here. So, 
All right, Harry, you're all over the totals today. Yeah, I'm going to take a team total here. I'm going to take the Lakers team total over 112.5 at minus 106. All three games this year versus Golden State, over 112 points. Uh, Brian mentioned that last game against Golden State where they put up 128 points. They shot 63% from the field that game against the Warriors. Time for Drummond, Kuzma, Schroeder, all to step up their game, help out AD and LeBron. Uh, over 112.5 for the Lakers tonight against Golden State. All right, I'm going to make it simple. Uh, I, I can't go Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Draymond Green, one or more three-pointer, minus 118. Just for him to get a three-pointer. None versus the Grizzlies um, the other day, but he made one in the last three. Before that, I just think everyone, it's bombs away. I think, like you guys, Lakers get off to a good lead, and Draymond uh, tries to put it in his hands to try to catch up. We've all seen Steph. He's going to chuck it forever, but uh, Dre gets a couple of attempts, maybe goes one for three. I like him to nail a three-pointer. He'll drain one at minus 118. Mm -hmm. All right, the NBA playoffs are here, and you'll be in hoops heaven, betting all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. So many exciting matchups. FanDuel's taking that excitement to another level because new and existing users, all customers, can bet risk-free throughout the playoffs. Can you imagine betting risk-free? Oh, my God, the, the heartache it would have saved me over the years. Once you have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, you could bet one same-game parlay risk-free Every week, that means you can combine multiple bets for an even bigger win. And if you don't win, well, you get up to $10 back. Yes, basketball fans, it's a perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. New users can also get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. So just go out there and try to lose. How easy is that? Just sign up with promo code against the odds to bet the NBA playoffs risk-free exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Yeah, use all those uh, parlays and props we just gave you and uh make a same game parlay lots of fun all right she's here all right let's bring in our guest she is a member of the extra points family and i also believe she may be an adopted member of the curry family we're gonna have to ask her about that she is the co-host of the betting academy yes on the money grab feed the betting academy hoops edition along with kendrick perkins gina paradiso's here gina what's happening what's happening guys i'm so happy to be here we're glad to have you. I know you're familiar with uh, Michael Sicoli. He runs stats for you, right? Yeah, he's a god. He's a living legend. <laughs> <laughs> you're very fond of him. Well, uh, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be a legend or living if not for uh, the parlay kid, Darren, who's his father, and uh, brother Bry, who's not as responsible for his life, but is his uncle. So yeah, every, it's a big family everywhere. <laughs> Par parlay kid, go Knicks. Knicks are beating well, the Hawks yeah, in that first round. All right, all right, all right, all right so let's Thank talk you. about go this, Knicks. Gina. First of all, when we started this podcast and you and Kendrick are great, but um, I, you know, I don't mind talking about it. We, we had ideas for Kendrick in a podcast and then we did a test on it and Gina had crazy great notes, like pages and pages of notes. And I, I was saying we were like, uh, Gina needs to be the co-host of this podcast. And you're like, all right, give me $500,000. And so I think we did. And then you did. No, no, but you do a great job. But I think the um, conceit was that you didn't really know about gambling. And uh, boy, oh boy, did you catch on. I mean, you are right there. You got, uh, you, you know, you dove in wallet first. So did you hustle us or were you really like learning along the way? Well, I took that 500 grand and I tripled it. So. <laughs> you did. 
<laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks to all of you. Thanks to Perk going with first halves helped me for yeah. sure. But learning from you guys, man, learning from the experts, no doubt. I mean, I, you know, literally came in as a gambler, but sports betting, I was always a little, little coy there. Right. Um, yeah. and it's about confidence and certainly listening to you guys week in and week out and talking to Perk every day about stuff certainly gives you confidence. You can go in there and make some nice bets. You guys are great. And Perk is very confident. Like you said, he's a, he's a first half guy. I'm not yeah. even sure he bet an overall game this year, right? Did, <laughs> was, were they all first half? I think, yeah. I mean, sometimes he'll, very few parlays, parlay kid, I know. But like sometimes <laughs> he'll string them out. I think he just likes to stick to that that first half. It's been his bread and butter. But I've seen him take some game some games. He likes to take underdogs for the game. You know, right. for example, I think he's probably taken the Wizards for the game against the Celtics as underdogs, as mm -hmm. am I. But, you know, first half, I, I, I look back and I went like 10 and 2 I think like two or three weeks in a row just taking first half. And I'm like, I don't know if I can ever go back, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, it's great because you could do other shit, right? Like you could go to yeah. dinner with your your spouse or your mate or whatever, right? And uh, right. like, I, I wonder if Kendrick is, I mean, I know he's a very busy man. I sometimes think he's doing like three TV shows and your podcast all at once. He's so, got I, he's got a lot going and placing so many bets. I mean, the guy's he's a machine and placing doing, so doing many bets, but he's yeah. out by halftime and it's great. He could be, you know, right. He could. Uh, I, I just uh, I, was he like that as a player? Uh, did he stick around for the second half? I can't remember. <laughs> In this day and age, though, it's about instant gratification, right? We have, right. you know, 140 characters on Twitter, unless you're Sal and you have more. Um, <laughs> you've got TikToks, which are, what, a minute? Like, I want to know if I've won my bet in the first 24 minutes, not 48. Well, listen, Gina, we do something great, and we we should make you a part of this. Uh, you should jump on with us one week. We do, a, we call it Race to 10 Tuesday. And so, for instance, the Pacers are playing the Hornets, and the Parlay Kid got to pick for us, and we pick a team on FanDuel, you could bet on a team, which team will score 10 points first. And it's the most exciting four minutes of your life. You're screaming at the shots made by the other team and you're, you know, misses by your team. And we're one and one so far, but uh, and we put a lot of money on it enough to make it hurt or, uh, you know, be gratifying when we win. So yeah, you have to jump in on that. If you I like love that. that. I'm in another yeah. form of instant gratification. <laughs> yes. All right. Now, listen, I'm worried about you because I'm worried that, um, uh, Commissioner Silver is going to announce. I actually don't know who announces that. Uh, Nikola Jokic is the MVP, and you are going to like storm his house with like a a, a lit up uh, pitchfork or something. Like I, I don't know what you're going to do. Like you're, you're going to. Are you prepared mentally to accept that Steph Curry and your yeah. beloved goal of your beloved Golden State Warriors is not MVP? I mean, I'm still holding out hope, and I mm. and I actually I'm I'm going to take this opportunity as sort of the newbie right in the room, the the very newbie in the room, to ask you guys something I've often wondered, right? Okay. If Jokic is the foregone conclusion, he is the winner, hands down for MVP at minus six thousand according to Fandle. Why aren't Why aren't we rushing out to put you know twelve grand down to win two hundred or whatever it is? Like I know as a better, it's it's not smart because there's no value there. But if he's actually going to win it and the odds tell us that he is and and and, and I'm sure they've spoken to the voters, what if that is a sure thing, as sure as they can as you can get in betting, why am I not putting six grand down to win a hundred right now on Jokic? Yeah. Well, the short answer is none of these guys have six thousand dollars. But uh, <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And by the way, I have done crazy things like this before. Right. Um and I know people who are voting around the league and the, the ones that I know, it seems like they're going with Jokic. So you're right. We, we should be doing that. Uh, but I, it stinks that only one person can win this award. And I know you can make this case for every sport, but 
and I said this yesterday, Steph is the most dazzling player. He's the MDP, and he's the player, if you have a son or a daughter growing up, you want them to play like Steph, right? I, I, I just think, and like, all yeah, the kids the emulate guy. him. The kids don't go at, like, Jokic and like, oh, I want to play like Luka or MB. Like, they just don't, but... No one I, wants to play like Jokic. He takes these, this weird, unorthodox <laughs> jumper off, off the wrong foot, falling away. I mean... I think kids try to do that and bust ankles. I just don't think it's going to work out. And and you're not going to do it at seven, whatever. Right. All right. I'm just worried about, again, because <laughs> I, I think they're going to say Jokic's name and you're going to throw a fit, you know? Well, and, uh, I, look, Steph has bunny hopped. Every, we talked about this early on Betting Academy, that Steph would, would come roaring up the, the ranks, at least the betting ranks. Now he's 24 to one, right? So, it's, mm -hmm. you know, second place. I'm not going to give him a second place ribbon. I think that's lame. But the dude averaged, what, 32 points per game this year. He's the oldest guy since MJ at 33 to win a scoring title. He locked that up a couple games ago. He's averaging like 5.33s a game. He yeah. almost had 40 games where he where he put up, uh, you know, 30-point games. I mean, 10, what was it, 10, or uh, uh, yeah, 10 three-point-plus games. I mean, three of them in one week, four of them maybe in a week and a half. I just don't understand how more voters won't vote for him. I think it's it's time to make the case for co-MVP this yeah. year. I think we talked about this early. If Steph gets his team into the playoffs, how is he not an MVP? We talk about it with Chris Paul and what he's been able to do with the Suns who weren't there last year despite the success they had in the bubble. So Chris Paul got a lot of love as MVP, right? Mm -hmm. Steph Curry got a team without Klay Thompson and without Wiseman, who's been out most of the year, who maybe could have made a run at, at Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Wiggins is Wiggins. Ubre has been hurt a lot of the time. Draymond is putting up numbers in every other category except scoring. So Steph's had to do it all facing quadruple teams. My thing is just we talk about Steph and the Warriors getting into the playoffs. Well, they're in. They may even be the seven seed, right? I think I'm going to take them one game against the Lakers. I still mm. think Lakers get in, but I think they have to win two to do it. So if if we're talking about they're in the playoffs, and they are, because I, I think this counts as the postseason, the play-in now, how is he not the MVP? I mean, we said earlier, if he's in the playoffs, he gets this team to the playoffs without Clay. he's the MVP. Well, here we are. That's all I'm saying. You make a good point. And Westbrook won it as, what was it, Brian? Guys, was it as a six seed? Before that, it was always t top two seeds, yeah. right? Yeah. All, for, for many, many years. Westbrook broke the mold with, oh, it was OKC, right? Where we had, yeah, I forget seed. what he was. He was, he was four, five, or six. I can't remember. Yeah, I really year. think he was six. But I, I at least think they should wait till these play in games are over before they vote. I think everybody voted already. And it's, a, we, we say this about the Heisman Trophy too. Like, kind of, let's see some bowl games, see how some of these guys play. But yes, I, I think you make an excellent case if he's seven. If they end up losing two and get blown out and he's an for I, I know it's hard to base any one season on a, a Tuesday through Thursday performance, but I do think we should take these games into account. Now, you said yeah. you, you like the Warriors to upset the Lakers, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, is that an upset? I, I know LeBron's not 100%, and even if he's 75%, yeah. they're a little rusty. I don't know if it's an upset. It's one game. You it know, is, Gina. You, you know gambling now. You should know this is an upset. <laughs> they're like five-point underdog. In the court of public opinion, I am not. I don't know if this is an upset. I know it is, right? But yeah. you know, I think the Lakers actually are the dark horse team in the playoffs right now, not the Warriors. No one's really expecting much from the Warriors. The, the Lakers are reigning champs. You mm -hmm. know, I think people are putting a lot of money on the Lakers at some point. I do think they'll get in but i think they'll be the eight seed i think they're gonna have to you know they're gonna lose tomorrow night to the warriors and then they're gonna have to beat either the grizz probably the grizzlies or the spurs
Yeah, the league, I'm not saying that, um, you know, there's referees betting on games like the Tim Donne, but boy, the league is going to try hard to get the Lakers in, right? Any close call down the stretch, Bron gets a lot of close calls as it is, but they got to get them into a week-long playoff, playoff series. Yeah, and I sure. don't think they need a lot of help. I mean, I think yeah. they, they have the help. They have two to get in, and someone messed around and gave now Steph Curry two chances to get into the playoffs if, if we're not already in them. So right. I think he gets in. I think the Lakers get in, too. That'll be fun. Uh, what about the other games, uh, the East, the Eastern Conference games tonight? I think you alluded to, I know, Perk, you said likes Washington. We yeah. all like Washington. We all have like Washington and the Warriors um, parlayed to make the playoffs, and it, it helps that they're in the 7-8 game, so we don't yeah. have to sweat out um, you know, a single elimination situation. But who I, do you like tonight? I actually like with Wizard, the Wizards doing what I've done a couple times this year, and that's stringing together Russell to record the triple-double. I think he's at minus 400 right now. It could be mm -hmm. minus 300. I'll check it. And then I like Wizards with the points plus two and a half. I actually think Wizards going to win this game. You could take them first half if you want. I think Russell's going to come out on a tear. You know, is there rust in the playoffs? It, you know, yes. I mean, is is it is it nerves? It's all those things. It, the bottom line is the Celtics don't have Jalen Brown. So I'm not sure how you can bet on them. I'm also not sure how you can bet against Russell Westbrook at this point, who's basically every other game putting up a triple-double. I think it's like, you know, mm -hmm. half the time he's putting up a triple-double. So, um, or 40-some-odd percent, oh, which yeah, is no, crazy. Yeah, seven out of eight, 21 out of 24 games. I think you're going to like my bet. I, I gave it out a couple minutes ago. Uh, you could take Washington to, to win. This is on uh, FanDuel. The Wizards yep. to win and Russ to get a triple-double is plus mm. 210, whereas if you just took Washington to win uh, separately, it's plus 110. So right. I think that's right up your alley there. I and, like that uh, one a lot. I've been doing that this year. I like that. Yeah. And what about the Charlotte-Indiana game? Do I care? Well, <laughs> all right. Let me ask you, who's going to score 10 <laughs> points first? <laughs> that's what we have, the first to 10. But... Yeah, I know. Probably, I, the, probably the Hornets. I think they're a little oh, flashier. No. They're a little uh, more exciting. The Pacers are like stalwarts. I'm not I'm not putting any money on the Pacers. I have no idea what to expect from him. I like Levert, but I think LaMelo, you know, he's dropped down a little bit in the Rookie of the Year rankings. Obviously, he didn't play for a long time, but he used to be this overwhelming favorite. Now he's kind of like there. I think he's got something to prove. Hey, speaking of um, dropping down in the, um, in the player futures, we saw this. The Parley kid's going nuts here. Clarkson, who was as high at what was he? He must have been like minus seven hundred or more. Yep. So I thought, he, on, Sal, I thought he was yeah. like minus fourteen hundred. Is like that right? So I thought I saw him like at least like over a th minus a thousand a couple uh, a I mean, month or so ago. Yeah. All these players' futures have been wrapped up for weeks, uh, despite what um, Gina is hold, holding on to with the Steph Curry thing. I'm, I'm sorry. but <laughs> I'm holding on to it. Is so now... is LeBron. So is <laughs> LeBron came out and said he was the MVP. So did John Moran. I mean, I think there's a case to be made for Steph at 24 to 1 as our MVP this year. By the way, if LeBron hasn't swung the odds, that, that should have swung him a little bit because LeBron, well, right. first of all, he was off a bunch. So he got to watch a lot of basketball uh, from home. So he should be able to tell us who the MVP is. But Well, uh, and we did a bet to the future, Sal. Remember, Michael put us up, what was it, 100 to 1, Mike, for, for Steph to become a Laker next year? I actually still think that's in play. Oh, so right. So you think that's going on, right? So that that's uh, there's a lot of that. He's right? recruiting. Yeah, LeBron's recruiting him. But I also don't for one second think LeBron, LeBron thinks Steph is the MVP this year. For sure. Interesting. Well, we should be able to hook him up to a lie detector or something. But uh, so Clarkson is now minus. Uh, probably kid you said he was like minus fourteen hundred. I believe it. He's minus one seventy now. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of buzz for Ingles at plus one twenty five now. Boy, did yeah, he his jump teammate. Up. 
Yeah. What do you think of that? This is weird. I thought Jordan Clarkson was the one that was set months ago. I mean, even, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, not, I won't say months. I feel like the season's only been a couple months, but it's for for the past at least month, month and a half. I feel like it's been Jordan Clarkson. That was the one we knew. Like, would Julius Randle get most improved? Who's going to be the MVP? That shit changed every week. Defensive player of the year. Like, is anyone playing defense? Should there even be one this year? I think yeah. they should just do two MVPs and no defensive player of the year. And by the way, tonight, Wizards, Celtics, I actually like the under in this one. I think guys are going to play a little more defense now that it's playoff time. Not a lot. Whereas all season, I was looking good on the over. I think I'll go the under. I think it's 233 and a half tonight on that game. Side yep. note, Jordan there Clarkson. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson should be six man, but it's interesting. Last week, yeah, like you said, the odds were 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 shorter. And I Crazy. just feel like yeah. what's happening? I, how Joe Ingles is coming for him, I guess. I don't know what uh, how how this works at this stage in the year, how there's so much put unless someone like LeBron says, oh, no, he's six man a year. No, he's the, <laughs> the uh, most improved player. Um, uh, Paulie Kidd's with you, by the way, on the Celtics Wizards under today. I, I, I You made a valiant effort to try to convince Perk that Paulie Kidd's pick, a little bit of a homer pick, but Derek Rose to be six man. I like man. that. Right? I mean, but, he should but be. But the in fact the that he's not on the board is weird, right? It's, it's real weird. He should be on the board, parlay kid. I'm happy that they're in. I think they beat the Hawks. I love Julius for most improved. I think Derrick Rose should have absolutely gotten some consideration for six man. So does Perk. But he even said a week ago he thought Jordan Clarkson. It was just a foregone conclusion. It's now right. we don't really know. I like Reggie Jackson from the Clippers in this category. He's not there on the board either. He's had to start a few games. It was before Rondo came. Pat Bev was out. But Reggie Jackson has basically saved the Clippers' ass all year. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking of the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard Finals MVP plus 750, Whoa. definitely taking that. Definitely. Wow. How's he going to win that when they're bouncing the first round? That's going to be so hard. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. Every, <laughs> the ducking of the of the Lakers didn't work. I mean, listen, no one's afraid of Luka Doncic, so yeah. that's why they chose to play him. And, and I say chose strongly. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're afraid of Damian Lillard if they're afraid of anyone. No one's afraid of the late. No one's ducking the Lakers. Jared Dudley, LeBron, go home with that. And and you might actually go home with that in the next two games. We'll see. It's so funny because I looked, I had the Lakers. I bet them in the beginning of the year to win the West. Uh, and now it's like, all right, wow, the Lakers are a seven or an eight seed. And uh, I still don't trust you. If I were to make a second bet, I wouldn't even know. So you're saying Clippers for sure are the second best, if not best, uh, option in the West. I think the Clippers are the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. I think the Jazz and the Suns are, are, I applaud them, but they're not for real. I actually think the Lakers probably would beat the Jazz in the in, in the 1-8, and we'll have another we believe on our hands, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know that the Warriors c- can beat the Suns. I think they can take, take them quite a ways. Um, but I do think at some point the Suns and the Jazz are going to lose. I think the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Blazers are three really good teams people aren't talking about as much in the West. I don't think the Lakers get there either. And I think on the East, the Nets, you know, for finals MVP anyway, between Harden, Kyrie, and KD, and I know KD is probably the favorite, they're going to cancel each other out. So I like my money on Kawhi. I think it's going to be Clippers, Nets in the finals. And and I think I'd, I'd put that on, you know, plus 750 on Kawhi. I'm looking at that for, um, so they don't have finals matchups. Right. But you could par- you could parlay the East and West. So so you said Nets and uh okay. Yeah, and I think KD's what plus four twenty for finals MVP. Kawhi's yeah. plus seven fifty. I actually like both of those bets. I just with the Nets, you're not sure who's gonna be the MVP on that team on any given night. Will it be James who's right. back? 
Kyrie or KD. So I think they cancel each other out. Right. Well, all right. So the Nets, you can get a plus 210. Obviously, they're the favorite to win the, the title. And where are the Clippers? Six to one odds. So, yeah, finagle that. Play with that. Bet the one team win the East, one team to win the West. Um, and that's fun. Hey, Gina, uh, Brother Bry, well, he has a gambling problem in general, but he is all oh, over yeah. the WNBA. I have the Aces tonight. I bet him on Fox Bet Live. Do you have a tip for us? Do you have a team you like in, in the WNBA? You know what? I like the I like the Dallas Wings. They they came out and won their opener against the Sparks. I think mm-hmm. Arike Ogumbawale is like 13 to 1 odds to win MVP. I, I want to say I saw that somewhere. I'm putting my money on her. I think she's going to be a perennial MVP in the WNBA starting this year. The, the Wings are such a long shot to win the finals. I'm not saying they're going to, but I feel like they're going to make some noise. Still, though, my favorite team is the Aces. I think they're the best team in the league, minus maybe the the Storm. And don't forget, the Mystics are, are, are yet to get an Elena Deladon back, so they're going to be really good. Chicago now has Candace Parker. Mm-hmm. But I like the Aces. I don't think you can go wrong. They're in Vegas, so it's like you got to bet on them. You know right. what I mean? Right, right, right. And you yeah. got the whole thing with the road team coming there and getting drunk, and now that the clubs and the, everything else is open, mm-hmm. so yeah, they don't control. Brian, what do you say? What What are your pre? Well, uh, pre- it- well, it's funny. I like the Aces, too, to start the season, although they had a big injury right before it. But my my biggest problem with the Aces, even watching them the other day, is they just they don't make a lot of threes. There's games where they're just like, you know, three or four threes they make in a game. And it's tough when they play the storm because they kind of just run them out of the run them out of the gym. So watching that first game, it kind of looks like uh, even though the storm had a lot of changes, I think um uh, I, I think they're probably gonna, they're probably going to repeat again the storm. I think that's the bet we're going to do. Um, Connecticut Sun's been pretty good. Chicago's probably Chicago's probably one with the odds that you might want to look at. Though, like they were a seven or eight to one, I think, at the start of the season. So I would look at them too. Bryce yeah, already don't, lost. Don't, seven don't sleep grand on Dallas. Don't sleep on Dallas. On WNBA. I'm four. I'm four and zero so far on my WNBA. You are. It's yeah, fun, it, Gina. It's fun betting the WNBA, right? We we bet uh, women's hoops all the time, whether it's college or. or pro. I, I was gonna say NCAA March oh. Madness. I was four four and zero five and zero betting on women's on the women's side, mm-hmm. and I was just awful on the men's side. It was tough, but I had a lot of success betting on the women's side of the uh, of the bracket. So uh, it's gonna carry over to the WNBA for me for sure. You played college ball, right? Yeah, I did, but never in March Madness, sadly. No? Where were, no. where were you again? I was at Menlo College. At the time, it was like a small D2, D3 school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't tell you the year I graduated. But <laughs> yeah, I played I played some hoops. <laughs> I'm retired now. Nice. That's it? Yeah, no comeback? Yeah. You just uh, I'm bet. happy to just I'm happy to just bet on women. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, no, I don't think I can make it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Maybe know. if they did a women's big three, I could I could oh, jump into the fun. combine for that. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's you say that jokingly, but that's not a bad idea. We got to get that together. What well, maybe extra so. points? Well, I'll tell you what, though, there need there really do need. I mean, you know how much I love the women's sports betting, but there needs to be more. There needs to be the softball stuff needs to be up all the time. I need to be able to bet softball, lacrosse. I don't oh, care yeah. volleyball, uh, everything Hockey. for for every sport. I mean, mm. I mean yeah, Fandles, women, uh, women's yeah, all, men. All the, they need to put the lines up. Poor Bride tries to get a line at like the night before. It's <laughs> tough to get a WNBA line, right? Yeah, yeah, they've they've been putting them up like yeah the mornings the mornings up so it's tough to get the lines early. Right, it's consistent, right? The women's game it's consistent. Like I I I think I have it pinned down. Like I know how to bet on it. I know what I like over under. I like first half here or there. The teams you like. There's only twelve teams like in in the WNBA. So I just I feel like I don't know. I've had a lot of success on that side and I like it. And I and I hope more people jump ship. 
You yeah, should give sure. your pick sure. at the end uh, during the podcast. I want to hear a WNBA pick. You got to uh, help I us will. out. All right. Yeah, we're going to talk Arike a lot, and I definitely will do that for sure because Perk is down. Perk will bet on anything. They'll let him. The storm first half. Does he bet first quarter? What does he do for W? I imagine it's the same. He follows my lead. It's 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 interesting. So I can't lead him astray. You know what I mean? I got to keep it together for him. A lot of pressure. It's a a lot lot of pressure. pressure. Listen, I know there's pressure, and you make picks all season, and you're not afraid to make the tough choices. So I'm going to ask you straight up: Who's your favorite, Jim Cunningham or Michael Sicoli? Damn, Jim is a Jim, Jim is, is an amazing guy, and and I've, I, I think I've seen more of Jim. Yeah. I told you, Sokoli's a god. You know what right. I mean? He's like a living legend. So for <laughs> me, it's like I would say Sokoli is my MJ, and Jim is my LeBron. Oh that? wow! <laughs> you win, Michael. You win. Good job by you, <laughs> Gina. Thanks uh, for coming awesome. on so much. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. It's on the Money awesome. Grab feed, and you have an episode coming up. Uh, what, like tomorrow? Yeah, we're going to shoot tomorrow and then get back after because we got to talk, you know, Warriors Lakers with Perk. How can we not? And so get really into that. And then we'll come back Friday. Look towards, you know, the weekend as we start the actual playoffs. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, Gina. Go with the green shoes. <laughs> thanks for having me. Kobe yes. Grinch. Yeah, All yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Gina. Thanks, Gina. Thanks, Gina. All right. Wow. Gina's great. She really is. What would you? So, Jim, you lost. You were LeBron and Mikey Meatballs was Jordan. I think that speaks volumes. No co-MVPs there. You all right yeah, with that, Jim? That was insane. She's I, funny. She's I think like she was she, confused. I don't, <laughs> no, she I, said she's seen Jim. She's like, I've seen Jim more. And it's like, I think that's yeah, what I've never worked missed against an episode. <laughs> Michael there you go. is there like once a month. You're in there. All right. Uh, <laughs> Gina Paradiso, catch her right there on uh, the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. A lot of fun. All right, PGA Championship. This is the second major. This is in, where did I say this was? South Carolina? Yep. Right. Yep. Kiwa Island. Hey, why did I see that this is going to be like, uh, they don't have the tea times yet, but like the coverage is at seven in the morning Eastern. Is this really early? Is this extra early, Harry? Or am I, did I read that wrong? No, I don't think it's extra early. Probably a decent field here too. So they got to make sure they get it all in. Don't ever disagree with me on, on there again, Harry. Come on, (laughs) please. All right, but let's talk about this. Um, it's a lot of learn that from my last boss, right? (laughs) That's right. Uh, all right, Harry, start us off. You have a feel for this tournament? Who do you like? You like a top 20 bet? I do like a top 20 bet. I'm going to take Dustin Johnson at minus 130. Uh, this tournament is in his home state of South Carolina. Still ranked number one in the world. Seventh uh, in tour and scoring average. Ninth in driving distance, which should really help him on this course. It's going to, the course is like 7,700 yards. It's going to be playing, though, around 7,900. He hasn't been playing <laughs> fantastic lately. 48th in his last tournament, uh, last turn he played. Uh, and 48th at the players, uh, plus he missed the cut at the Masters, but it has taken, he's taken the last two weeks off in t- anticipation of this major. I'd be shocked if he didn't show up for this one, like I said, in South Carolina. Top 20 DJ, I think minus 130 is a steal. I love when half of Harry's analysis goes against the negative. <laughs> you got to factor everything in, Sal. Got to factor do? it all in. All right. Factor it all in. He's been bad, and he's going to be good. What is yep. that? We just got a glimpse of your uh, kaleidoscope right. there. Um, hey, uh, <laughs> There are a hundred in this field, right? It's a top hundred. Is that yeah. what it is? Mm-hmm. And so you, all right. So DJ to top twenty uh, at minus one thirty. Parley kid, jump in. You have a top twenty pick, also. Yeah, I do like Harry's pick. Uh, uh, Dustin Johnson's probably somebody that's played a lot of golf here compared to a mm-hmm. lot of the other players. Uh, I think McElroy won this uh, this event here in Kiowa Island in two thousand twelve, 
where mm-hmm. he destroyed the rest of the competition. It was he was thir- he was thirteen under. I think the next closest was like four or five under. But I, of course, I'm not going to go with McElroy here. Uh, I'm going to take Colin Morikawa, top twenty at plus one thirty. Uh, Morikawa, you need to be a strong iron player here, which Morikawa is. Uh, these are some long par fours, which uh, suits Morikawa's game as well. I think he's right in the hunt here. I know, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, he won this. Uh, he did win the PGA Championship last year, but totally different course, so that means mm-hmm. nothing. But I think he is suited well for this course, as per uh, Andy North as well from uh, ESPN has uh, said he's oh. going to be right in the mix there too. All right, there you go, Bry. You're going. We're all skittish to take a winner here, but we're we're uh, hovering around the top twenties and the top tens around even yeah. odds. You like Xander? Yeah, I haven't picked a winner in a few years. I feel like <laughs> I don't think uh, probably kid's been really. When good When they with get it. some WNBA players on this golf oh, course, and we might yeah. have a chance. Yeah. yeah, I need to go to the LPGA. That's for that's, that's right. I really need to focus on. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go Xander. I'm going to go Shaffley top 10 plus 190. Seems like a, that seems pretty good value there. I mean, he's got to, I know Harry's really pushing for it. He's got to win one at some point in time. He's too good of a player. Uh, but even if he, you know, even if he is really a little bit of a choker on Sundays, he's right there usually at the top of the pack. He's finished top 20 in his last three majors. He's finished top five mm-hmm. in two of the last three majors. And, and this year he's, he's six top tens in his last 14 events. It always seems like, He's right there in a big event. And I think at plus 190, uh, that's pretty great. All right. Yeah, that is pretty good for Xander play. Harry, you do have him to win a major, right? Didn't you put that like on every single parlay you made yeah, for, I, for a I month? I still need for like $3,500. I need I need Xander to win a major, but I also need Rory to not win a major. <laughs> oh, and, and those, I win bo- those both are on every parlay. Is that one parlay yeah. left or is that a few? No, there's about six. Okay. I mean, so I don't know, Paul. I do. I do. I do need. Adjust, I do need you could do the Barry math here. Well, he says thirty five hundred. So what is well, that? Well, I mean? do need Xander on two parlays just to win a major for a thousand. All right. I, it's also. I don't know what just happened. Yeah, I, I know. There's a lot going on. You can't trust him with those. Sunglasses. I'll keep. I'll keep you guys updated. Plenty. Believe me. Please do. You know what? I. Uh, you guys are gonna hate this pick. I don't even like it. But I'm going Brooks Kepka to not make the cut. Am I nuts? Well, all the guy does is win majors, and I like rooting for him, so this is dumb. But I dug in, and the surgeons dug into that knee, and since that injury, and came back, he's missed the cut twice. He hasn't seen the weekend in 12 weeks, right? Like, he won in 2018, 2019. I get it. and He's a master's. It's crazy what he does in the majors. Mm. But to miss the cut is plus 148. He's missed five of the last eight. Uh... I don't know. I don't think he's right. I've just been watching him. Harry, is this a crazy bet? Plus 148? It also seems no. like a fixed line. Doesn't it seem like it, it should be plus 200 or something? It should, but uh, yeah, but, but I'm, obviously they're considering how great he is in, in majors, oh, sure. how he has been. But still, Sal, I think you're, uh, I think there's, you can't deny the injury situation. Again, he was awful last week, too. Um, mm. It makes sense. Yeah. All right. I'm going with it. I don't love it. I'm not going to root for it. I, I, I can't sell this uh, any better than this, but I think there's value in that it's a screwy line at plus 148. That knee isn't right. I'm going Kepka to miss the cut right there. <laughs> Harry, by the way, has issued a challenge, a golf challenge to anyone on the extra point staff. And I, I'm mad because I'm thinking he really might win. I don't know who else uh, golfs, but you said you'd beat anyone in golf. 
on the staff. Yeah, right? I, I think uh, I know everyone who's on staff, mm-hmm. and I think I would beat everybody. Yes. Yeah, really. I, I, I agree with that. And I'll so, tell you, I mean, I'll tell you, I was a little nervous. I, I went with uh, I went golfing here in uh, uh, in New Jersey over the weekend, mm-hmm. and um, I thought I'd be tired and 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 sluggish. Playing eighteen on a real course, not a par three. You're real sluggish, course. no matter real what. You're car- sluggish, real, yeah. real course parlay, kid. A real course par seventy two, and I shot one hundred three, and I had four legit pars, and I'll take that. Interesting. I don't know what to believe. You I, know, a par, a par, and I one of my pars was on a par five. Had a you know, birdie putt. Well, I'll say Harry. Yeah, Harry's not bad. He plays within himself. Like I, you know, he he. He knows. Yeah, he chokes up on the club, takes half right. the swing. Right, he'll hit it right. 170. Right. He'll hit it 170 no, yards straight. You know, like whereas I'll, I'll go, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll bomb it. You can bomb yards, it, bro. bro you can yards, bomb it. 400 yards onto like, you know, the the course next door. I mean, that's right. the kind of, of course, how I play. Listen, of course, Harry's going to be the best golfer. His whole life is a vacation. He goes <laughs> that's true. One va- the rest of that's us, true. you know. I, Sque- squeezing this in. I mean, this the guy's what? You've been away now for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Mickey golf, Mouse. Up- Mickey Mouse. All right. Yeah, uh, go. Joel, you have some <laughs> golf names here for Harry. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, sorry, Sal. Good. I wasn't prepared, but uh, I've Nick met him. Baldo. Leg pain. Stu- uh, I think Jim had chest pain, pain Stuart. Stuart, but okay, we'll get we'll give him that. One. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Uh, Sevi Baldesteros, uh, <laughs> Fred afraid of being yeah. with couples. <laughs> Marco Scara is good yeah. too. All right. uh, Marco Scara. Yeah, I just did, Sal. Did you know that uh, Harry's the yeah. course that he was at this golf course where he had the four pars? He sent us a picture. Of the 18th is that true? A ramp and there was a windmill with <laughs> wow. a hole at the bottom Yo. and a clown face. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Jim, you have anything to add here? <laughs> yeah. Um, Harry talking about his golf game. Is this the same Harry that has trouble clapping before the show? <laughs> yes. Right. Right. What does Harry shoot? Harry, what do you shoot? Like an I 80? I shot, a, I shot a 103. But I still think that's better than anybody right. that I know. That right. gonna, you know. Forget it. What well, can you shoot, Jim, Jim? Let me. You don't even go I'll outside. What well, can you shoot? I can definitely break a hundred. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Jim, in, in Harry's defense, he doesn't have a whole lot to clap about, so the exercise is kind of foreign to him. So you know, it's like starting from walk scratch the board, walk, walk the five mile walk on the boardwalk uh, on Sunday. All right, give us a winner in Sharp Tank. I'll pick one. You guys give me three uh, three picks between now and Thursday, I guess. And uh, you guys went two and one on Friday. What did you have? Harry, you had the Hurricanes. Miraculously, they ended up playing Nashville. Um, although I don't think you knew that yeah. that was the case. Right, right. But uh, <laughs> they beat them they last won night. Five to two. One yes. five to two. They won five and to two. You were a winner. So give us another one. And I'm going to go back. I, I know uh, Gina and uh, Brian were discussing. Um, the WNBA. So I'm going to take a, a game tonight. I'm going to take the Aces and the Storm over 168 and a half. Mm. Um, 
Last three games in the playoffs last season, they averaged 173. They played this year already, 180 points. Seattle versus the Aces. Seattle has scored 83 or more points, 12 straight games dating back to last year. Brianna Stewart's been fantastic. She lights up the Aces whenever she plays them. So I'm going to take over 168.5 in this uh, rivalry game between the Aces and Storm tonight. All right. Uh, brother Bry, you had Olivero. Oh, man, what a fun fight that was! Oh, he fantastic. was kind of dead so, to rights, and then so, uh, he's, uh, so he's won like thirteen in a row now in UFC. Yeah, twelve in a row, thirteen. Uh, I think it's like nine. Uh, but is it nine? Oh. Yeah, but he's been well. Maybe it's more, but I feel like it's nine. But um, yeah, he's been fantastic. I mean, that fight was that fight was awesome. I and mean, he lucked out in the first round. He was one or two more punches away from yeah. you know that landing when he when he kind of uh. You luckily pulled guard. So that was uh that was a great win. I mean he's so fun to watch. Um mm-hmm. but uh Harry, yeah, Harry talking about WNBA stealing my uh stealing my thunder here. And by the way, mm. Brianna Stewart's uh right by you, Harry, Syracuse girl. So mm. oh. uh, she's right by Oswego. Uh, mm. Um so I I too uh it's gonna be a great sharp take. I too am going <laughs> WNBA. So I'm gonna go um I should just stick with it. I'm four and zero so far on my bets. I've won, you know. This is this is my mm-hmm. uh, my game right here. So I'm gonna go the Liberty tonight plus four and a half versus the Lynx. I don't know why this line. It makes me a little nervous because this line just changed from two and a half this morning to four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, not not that I think the Liberty are necessarily that great. Um, they they did add a few key pieces from last year, and they they are two and zero to start the season, two and zero against the spread. Uh, but the Lynx, who I think will be good this year, are going to be without their best player again, um, Nafisa Collier. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think four and a half years is um, a little too much here based on the way the Liberty okay. has started off the season. So I'm going right. with them. Parley kid, give us your WNBA pick. Oh, no. Well, it doesn't have to be. Whatever you want. <laughs> so I'm going to go NHL. I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow night. Minus one and a half at plus 176 over the Winnipeg Jets. It's time, Oilers. It's time to step up, finally start winning some playoff games. You have too much talent. It starts now. I think they get a big win uh, at home over the Jets tomorrow. So uh, it might even be a late like empty net goal that seals the deal, but take the minus one and a half for them at, at plus 176. Is this game one? Why is hockey so screwed up? This is game one for Edmonton on Wednesday? Yes, sir. Toronto doesn't play, play game one until Thursday. The other night. I know I they know had what, a they had a regular season game on a doing. Saturday. Yeah, I don't but, know but what they're Wednesday. doing. Wednesday, oh, they got to get these done. Uh, Paul, kid, I like this, but your son Mikey Meatballs says that's his upset. Well, for the series, right, Michael? Yep. Yeah. Jets over Oilers. Damn. All right. I gotta look at Lions, this. Line seems low on the series there too for Edmonton. A little low. And they crush them all year, and they've crushed them in the like I said last, uh, well, for the last thirty years, the last thirty years ago, they had a series, and then they've won six straight, dating back then. All right, Brian, I'll go with you. Liberty plus four and a half. If if in fact you're telling the truth, a lot of people on this podcast don't tell the truth, but I believe that you are plus four and a half. You say that you're four and zero. Uh, yeah, like yes, Jim saying, you can, yes, like Jim said, Jim saying you can break a hundred in golf just right out, uh, just at any. Wow, point. that's a lie, Jim. You're lying <laughs> about your golf scores too. This is getting this is an epidemic all of a sudden. No, <laughs> no, huh? Wow, I'll put money on that. Harry's really, but he's mad. He's mad at the gym thing. Wow. All right. Don't have a heart attack. I could just shoot 90. Okay, come on. Let's see it, Jim. Why don't you guys, you, you know what? You wake up early. Uh, you know, go we'll meet up in Vegas soon. Why don't you wake mm-hmm. up like 7 a.m. on that Saturday or whatever? And play. I'm down, Jim. 
Jim, would you play him in uh, Vegas? Yeah, I won't be going to sleep, but yeah. <laughs> it'll be straight through all right uh harry you guys have a big uh dinner together i'm jealous um yep. but before that we have uh race to 10 i'm gonna be racing our minds Great are gonna be racing tonight. with the pacers that's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun tonight we're gonna have a blast uh watching games uh talking about all sports and everything and also check out bestbetcorner.com too uh my buddy eric cohen put up a great article for the pga where we all uh brother Bry, mike and uh michael and um parlay kid all put up our other golf picks for the pga this week there you go all right bry you got that dinner tonight you're at the brother bry yeah i'm looking forward to it uh we'll see how much harry puts on the race to 10 tonight but it's just, this should be uh this should be a good one you haven't seen harry in um how long has it been I'm trying to think, Harry. One is it? Uh, uh, is it it's probably like 20 months, right? It's is it like really? This, this, yeah. This, yeah. Was it the summer of shit? Was it already this like the summer 2019. of 2019? Where were you guys? You guys were out here. You were in Brits. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were all right yeah. there. That was the last time. Yeah. Right? Yep. Summer of 2019, and then. Oh so wait, I no. Saw, well, I, were we in Vegas? No, uh, August of 2019 in Vegas. We put yeah, right, right, yeah, right, right, football right. stuff in. Brian, right, what's the uh, what's the over under on old fashions tonight? Th two and a half or three and a half? Uh, probably just one and a half. I, I yeah, wow. I want to okay. warn yeah. you guys, uh, brother Brian and and Darren. You're at the uh, Parley Kids at the Chalk Talker on Twitter. Um, when you see Harry, he's very very fat. He's very. <laughs> he is. I'm sorry, but this is uh, no, you know it, Harry. Come on, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it down. You know, I'm no Jew. I thought myself, I thought that picture. But, I thought yeah. that picture that Ken sent you guys when I was sleeping yesterday in the afternoon was kind of flattering. flattering. Oh, you did? <laughs> well, you were yeah. laying. You were laying on your your stomach was covered. So yeah. Did you say All kind right. of fattering? <laughs> it was fattering. All right. Well, flattering. Uh, flattering. All right. All right. It was your your rear end did look kind of tight there, yeah. Harry. It was not thank bad. you, it wasn't bad. thank you, D. You got a great ass. I've said that for years. Thank you, Jim Cunningham. The eyes are ones. Angie thinks so. <laughs> Yep, at Jim Cunningham, and the eyes are ones. And I thought of another name for Harry. Let's hear it. Bryson DeChambeau-legged. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for good. You know yeah. what? I think we're going to have an, NBA, uh, an awesome. NBA contest, a, a playoffs contest. And I think to be eligible, you're going to have to come up. Oh, all the good names are taken, I feel like, between Jim and Joel and, and Brian, the uh, parlay kid. But anyway, Harry, Barry, um, yeah, you're still in the crossfires here. Uh, and there you go. And Joel Solomon, anything to add? Are we, do, are we doing good points, bad points? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Good points, bad points. What was uh, the extra points? Good points, bad points of the day, Joel. Good one. I think it? you made an excellent point. If you're in on the Wizards tonight, you might as well uh, take Russ to get a triple-double also. Yeah, I'm proud um, of that one. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to go with Parlay Kid. Uh, for my good point, he wins it. Uh, Sabonis, just like Harry working for Ken, he's completely all over the place. And to have to keep up with Charlotte and Airbnb, the offense goes through him over eight and a half assists. I, mm. I'm going with Parlay Kid. Like all right. Mm. Like good enough. Yeah. Jim, do you have, uh, Jim, you have nothing but bad points, right? True. But um, I'd say the worst point, I was going to give it to um, Parlay Kid's friend, uh, Barry, who sounds like a real sack of shit. But, um, I think uh, I think I got to give it to Gina Paradiso for oh, no. 
saying Choose. Michael is a god uh, just because no. she's never seen him because he doesn't have a camera on his computer. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and I don't know. I guess I'm LeBron, which means uh, my ankle hurts, and now I'm not going to work her pod tomorrow. So Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, she loses out. All right, Michael, you could really step up in her eyes if you produce the pod and are giving stats throughout. Well, there you go. All right, that's fun. That'll do it for another episode of Against the Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. He'll producer Jim Cunningham and Gina Paradiso. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now